I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Chuck is coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go Listen to us wherever you are with that Odyssey app. It's fantastic. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. I'm JP, joined by Johnny Cakes Auville and mm-hmm. Eric Bickle. Quick update on my uh, pink eye. Huh, yes. Doctor told Jess it's not pink eye. Oh, really? Don't know what it is. Mm. Now, she has like two eyes that are bloodshot. Mine's like on the road to recovery, mm. but... I guess we have some different form of conjunctivitis. Unnamed I don't know. eye affliction going on over there. Mm. Yeah. All right. Kevin McCarthy joins us every Friday at this time. Our entertainment reporter for Fox 5 that does movies, and he's gotten into sports lately, especially <laughs> the NFL. What's up, Kevin? Keep sleeping Jordan Love. He's a little mm. bit silly. <laughs> I, I thought mean, you were a Zach I mean, Wilson guy. Now you're a Jordan Love ago, guy. If we asked Kevin who Jordan Love was, he couldn't have told you what <laughs> sport he played. Or nothing. Now he's no. his biggest fan. Well, Do you know I'm who Kevin way. Love is? I want to get your depths of sports no, fandom. No, no, no way. Idea. Impossible. Is, isn't Kevin Love a basketball player? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, Was no, he no, in a I movie? Mean, was Kevin Love in a movie? Not sure. I mean, he might have been in the Space Jam reboot with know. LeBron. I have no yeah. idea. I don't think anybody saw that movie, but yeah. sure. Hey, maybe. Cakes. Hey, hey, Cakes, when you went to bed last night, was Baker Mayfield under your pillow? Were you sleeping <laughs> on him last night? I always sleep on Baker Mayfield. So, yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Keep sleeping. <laughs> so you were in L.A., right, for the Critics' Choice Awards? Yeah, you know what's funny? And, and all joking aside, so I, I've been telling you guys all season, I've been watching, I've been like legit watching the NFL. And what's funny is over the years, I don't know, if, like over the years I've been like, you know, going to the Critics' Choice Awards, they always land, I think, around like NFL playoff or wild card weekends. Right. And I'll never forget because every single time I'd go out to one of these shows, like you guys would, or somebody would joke around like, Kevin, there's football on this weekend. What do you, what do you, mm-hmm. that's nothing's more important than that. And I remember uh, like, this was the first year that I actually felt that pressure. Do you know what I mean? Like I was, cause I, I always go to the critics choice awards and I don't, I had never watched, you know, football as emotionally and, and technically as I have this season in terms of like watching as many games as I have. And so I felt it for the first time. I was like, I'm traveling this weekend. I'm like missing parts of the game. Like I was trying to watch the Eagles game and I had to go to like a bar to find the game somewhere. So 
to be honest with you, one of the cool things that I loved about watching the NFL was trying to make a time, make time to watch it around my schedule. And it was just cool to like pop into a bar and watch, you know, that Eagles game or watch, you know, watch these games this week. He's experiencing so, as like a 40 year old man, what we all yeah, did yeah. like when we were in high school. Who do you watch the games with? I, I, I hesitate to ask a follow up question, but do you have some buddies that you're watching the NFL with, or is it pretty much a solo pursuit? And listen, I know you guys get Rick when I when I bring up football, and I I, I think I know it's understandable because I I hadn't watched it a lot prior to this season, but I watch it alone, honestly, JP. I mean, like okay. I. Like he's got nothing, I watch most games he's got alone. Nothing going it's a lonely on. pursuit. I yeah. watch most games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my wife will walk by, but she's not into the games. Do you currently own like a dog or anything? No, it's not that I have nothing going on. I just I I think because I get travel a, dog. a lot for work. Well, no, I travel a lot for work and I watch a lot of movies. But I think how about fish? Know, get some fish. He's got to take care of him. How's he going to take care of him? He's on the road yeah, all the time. Out. Yeah. He would need to go like to some sort of app to have people come and feed his fish. All right, I, I I threw the softball about the Critics' Choice Awards for you to talk about the Critics' Choice Awards. I don't. Yeah. Do you have anything to offer there? I'm just no. upset about Nick Sirianni, man. I mean, I, it's, I, I, it's, I, it's, well, let's, be, let's be honest. The Critics' Choice Awards <laughs> has to be way down on like. I'm yeah, but isn't that where he flirted with uh, awards, Jessica no. Chastain back in the day? It was one that. of those accessible I mean, I know he award with shows. I think it's the Gold Globes. It's no, I think it was the Critics' Choice. I have some stories. I have some stories. All right. So, so this particular, so the Critics' Choice Awards I've been going to, um, you know, I, it's funny. Like when I first started on y'all's show, um, I used to watch this show, the Critics' Choice Awards, and like wish I could be there someday. Because it was mm-hmm. when you're in this room, and I've said this before in your show, it's it's almost an outer body surreal experience. Like one minute, you're that now, nerd. Again, I'm gonna mention like you know like like. One minute you're walking by Robert De Niro, and the next minute you're walking by Billy Eilish or Dua Lipa, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like it's, it's crazy. It's I get how it. In, insane it is, and like honestly, like to, like the older I get, the more introverted I've become. I used to be really really extroverted. I was like really, like outgoing, like like walking up to everybody, and like mm-hmm. you know that's kind of how I got on your show. I walked up to JP one day and yeah, said, right, "Hey, can right, I come I on your show?" Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so now I just kind of like sit in that room and kind of just take it all in. So like I end up in the weirdest circumstances. Like at one point I went out for a commercial break and I was waiting in line with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. And so like DiCaprio and I are just like, it's just him and I waiting on this like stairs. Does he recognize you? Did you have your ticket stub? Because you had just done the ticket stub bit with him (laughs) about his career arc with Martin Scorsese. So here's the thing, like one of the things that I've learned over the years is really how to read people <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. in the sense of like knowing when and when not to go up to somebody. And in that situation, like DiCaprio is like, like, how, how can I explain it? You're like, you, you're leaving, you leave the show during a commercial break and they have like, cause you're at an airport hangar mm-hmm. called the Barker hangar and outside the, the actual show are like RV setups of like bathrooms that they've like wheeled that they've driven in for the show itself and so you have to wait kind of on a staircase to enter the bathrooms and so i go out there and yeah dicaprio is just chilling the coolest part of, I didn't so did he recognize you remember you or no no so he so here's how it works like when you walk up he's already facing the bathroom right. the dude the, he didn't bother him the, the the answer is he didn't want to bother him so he didn't talk you. Right, and so, but I'm standing there, and I'm I'm about to to, to answer your question. I was gonna say something, and I and, and the read of it was, 
It's not the time. Not the time. And then all of a sudden, Jesse Jesse Plemons walks out of the. I don't know who that is. Jesse Plemons is his co-star from Killers of the Flower Moon. Don't know that. He was in Breaking Bad. You don't know that. Damon. Um, anyway, so he he's been in a bunch of it. movies. You might recognize him. <laughs> yeah, you fat know Matt Damon from what? That no, he looks like Matt Damon, but he's a little chubbier. He's actually he's actually super skinny um, now. Um, he, I think he was heavier for a while for a role. Um, but no, but the, so that's the kind of circumstance I'm talking about. Like he, so they were in a movie together. So Jesse Plemons walks out of the door. They make a joke and hug it out or whatever, and then like, and then you know they they, they say hello to each other, and then, and then you know we we enter the bathroom and then like a normal thing and then leave. So it was just kind of like a, like that's how weird it is. And so like at one point, like I'm talking to Robert Downey Jr. in the same area before the show. Big time. Uh, I'm telling you, it is, it's actually, I'm not going to lie to you. It's actually stressful. Uh, and it sounds crazy for people like think, Oh, you're around all these celebrities. It must be amazing. It's actually very nerve wracking. I, I think of Howard Stern a lot because like think Stern talks a lot about like, anxiety and like things like that and like how he hates having like big people over his house because he doesn't know how to talk to people sometimes that's kind of how i'm getting like i don't really i don't know how to approach people like that i think the better i think the better move is just avoid them right give them their space you don't have to have that conversation yeah but he gets nerd tears by being there so you didn't really um what were your takeaways i know that succession won a bunch of awards for tv i saw karen culkin a win. Yeah. I, I get confused. I think he probably won Critics' Choice and Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, like I'm so in during the show. I'm sitting. I'm sitting right behind Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. So, like, they're basically my seatmates. Like, they're, they're like I could reach out my arm and and, and grab uh, Meg Ryan's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm in this area. And the cool part about where I was sitting, JP, is like. A lot of the people who were nominated that were either winning and or on camera prior to the nomination were being shown in my area. So, like, Robert Downey Jr. was probably, I don't know, 10 feet from my from me and John, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. So are you, you like, know, during commercial breaks, like, taking pictures and all that? I used to. And that was the thing is, like, I used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is probably the 10th show I've been to. And so it's funny, like, now that I'm talking about it. I'm like, oh, I should have walked around and mm-hmm. taken more photos, but I don't know. It, it, it's kind of, I just kind of wanted to be a part of the room. I mean, I, I'm a critic. I've, I've been a Critics' Choice member for years. I'm a voting member. Um, I'm not trying to sound like I'm jaded. I'm not trying to sound like I, don't, I didn't care. It's more of like I just wanted to be in the room and part of it. And so it's like it's Good. It's like Good for you. Sounds like you matured like, a little bit. Well, like at one point I'm sitting in my seat. The cool part about it is people come, people see you that that you know, because everyone's walking around taking photos, and everyone's you know asking. Nobody came up to you and asked for a photo. <laughs> no, no, actually, a couple, two, two people did that. Watched my stuff, but there was but that was a whole situation. Okay. But like at one point, Tom Holland, who right. played Spider Man, clocked me from you know a, a, a you know a couple tables away and came over and, and like and we like hugged and then he left. What do you and mean so, clocked like, Tom, you? Tom Holland came over to Kevin. Clocked me, meaning that like so. He, uh, I'll, I've never heard that. What happened was he was getting clocked. Means like, um, like they see you, like, and and then yeah, I don't know. Isn't am I, maybe I'm using the wrong. He term. spotted you. I've never and heard came that over. term ever. But that, hey, because when I hear clocked, it's like yeah, you knock you. somebody out. Yeah, I thought he like hit you on the back <laughs> of the head or something. 
Oh no. Okay, I'm sorry. I used the wrong word. But but long story short, like I he was getting up to leave, and then I think we we caught each other's eyes because I've interviewed him since he was a kid for that movie The Impossible. Came out like I don't know, probably ten or eleven years yeah. ago. And so sometimes when you when you get these actors at a younger age, they specifically will remember you and your their, their whole career. So like it was just it was very brief. So he was, just came up and said, "Hey, Kevin, how are you?" He didn't even say my name. It, like he, he, it's like he saw me. He goes like, "Hey, what's up?" And then we walked towards each other, hugged, and left. It was very, like, it was very it's weird. You guys bit. had a nice moment. The weird it's bit. Good. I mean, he's seen the guy. No, you know, sounds like that guy. Sounds like he's times. a decent guy. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, yeah, that's how casual it was. Like, look, Tom yeah. Holland's a super nice dude. It's like, and but you have to think about like Tom Holland. Like, I've watched him go from like a kid who wasn't like super famous to now. He's everywhere in the news and like, you know, him, the connection he has now with Zendaya, it's kind of blown him up into a, a, a fame level. And especially with the Marvel stuff and playing Spider-Man that I can tell that he that, you know, it, it's a lot for someone, especially that age, to take that much fame at once. So I don't know, I, 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 like you start to understand why people are the way they are. That's kind of, of how I do my interviews. Like I, I start to learn like how a person wants to talk it took me i don't know five times to figure harrison ford out like i took like my first five harrison ford interviews were just not good he seems kind of grumpy he seems like a crusty grumpy guy what's the yeah, show he, he does right now it's pretty good it's on apple tv oh, with uh jason siegel yeah jason siegel can't think yeah, of shrinking there. shrinking that's yeah, it shrinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were there. It was it was a good show. Oppenheimer won everything, so it, it, it you know I was happy. All so. right, so we have Kevin McCarthy on to talk movies. You haven't talked any movies other than you just made an Oppenheimer reference. I was told <laughs> that there's two movies the junkies might be interested in. Tell us about American Fiction and Zone of Interest. All right, guys, the Zone of Interest. I don't even know where to begin with this. Um, this is. One of the most important films I've seen just because of the perspective it gives on the situation, but it's also the, one of the most disturbing, and I will never see it again. Um, but it's one of the best films I've seen in a long time. Um, and I, the plot line for this is, is horrifying. So the, the entire movie takes place from the subjective view of a family, of a Nazi commandant and his family, his wife and his kids, who live in a house outside the walls of Auschwitz. And it's during World War II, obviously. And so the, the, the thing that makes the movie so disturbing is they, they put you in this house with this family who is having like the, – the family is like, like the kids are being raised. The father's reading books to his kids at night before, he goes, before they go to bed. The father and mother are having arguments. And then outside their walls, you can hear people screaming and like and 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 whatever you know, all the horrible gunshots, furnaces, all of that. It's terrible. So like you'll you'll have the family in in their garden, and then on the other side of the garden, like you're dealing with some of the most horrific things that have ever happened in our history. And I think the the point of the film was to put you and like. This is the crazy part about it. Like, imagine like being within a family's home, and you're listening to the conversations that are surrounding the most one of the most horrific things that's ever happened in our history. So, like at one point, like the the commandant has to switch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Locations, and he's arguing with his wife about having to move to do a different job, but within the World War II and Holocaust aspect of the story. And it's so deeply disturbing, but also so interesting to kind of just be in that perspective. What makes it so disturbing is they never, they never show you that you never enter the camp. Um, you are on this side the whole time. And I think that subjective storytelling is so, I, I just never seen anything like that. Hey, like, Kevin, hold on. Unless that, I'm a donk, I think it's commandant. So yes. you don't sound like a donk going forward instead of saying commanded. commanded. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I, no, it's I, fine. It's, I just, I'm no. just, I'm just pointing that out. All right. So what no, is I'm your not, rating there? You give it a five. And thank you for clearing that up. Sure. I, I, like, I, I know I, I sometimes like I, I'll have a brain fart and say and say a word the wrong way. So I'm saying no, thank you because no I know worries. that someone, someone's going to send me a mean comment. It's say, all good. You're an idiot. So you said the word wrong. Thank What's your rating, um, Kevin? Movies a five out of five. Ooh, five yeah. out of five. All right. Quickly give us uh, the the lowdown on American Fiction. You know what? Start with your rating. What did you give American Fiction? Uh, four and a half. Um, all right. Tell us about is, it. Jeffrey Wright. So this is a this is a really really great film. So Jeffrey Wright basically plays an author um, who's uh, who's essentially, and this is what they what he's told in the book. He's a published. He's an author who's trying to write a book, and the publishing company is essentially saying, "No, we want you to write a black book." And Jeffrey Wright's character is like, "No, I am an author, and I am black, and this is the story that I want to tell." And the the movie focuses around the idea of the publishers trying to write, trying to get him to write a quote-unquote stereotypical black book. And so one day he ends up just jokingly writing something that falls into that category. The publishers end up weirdly liking it, and they publish it, and it becomes a number one bestseller. And the problem is is that he was writing it ironically, not seriously. And so the, the movie centers around this story of an author who essentially wrote a book that he didn't want to write. He wrote it as a joke. That became a huge popular book, ironically, and it's also about his family life and the storyline behind the scenes. And Jeffrey Wright is incredible. DC guy, by the way. Yeah, I'm telling you, this movie is great. It's funny. It touches on a lot of interesting topics about the way media portrays certain stories, specifically black stories, because 
like that's the point of the film he's like i don't want to write about the things that you think that we should be writing about in terms of the stereotypical stories about black stories that's what jeffrey wright's character's point is and he's like no i want to write about the stories that i'm telling and i'm and i'm black and i'm an author that's that's what i'm giving you all right and so, so I think that's kind of the, the it's a great film and i'm speaking from wright's perspective and his character's perspective but it's fantastic it's so four, four and, and a half for yeah. american fiction five for zone of interest kevin yeah. enjoy the games you've got ravens texans at four thirty tomorrow that leads it off yeah, you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, Cake, is C.J. Stroud under, under your pillow as well? You sleeping on him? <laughs> I don't sleep on C.J. Stroud's silliness. <laughs> I know he's silly. All right, Kevin. Sleep. Have a good weekend, Leave buddy. On Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that guy, is, he's, he's working on sports. He's quit kind of the papa, papa, papa yeah, bits. Yeah. And all those bits. Which I'd, rather, I'd after rather you go back to 20 that. years then, now. It's the NFL. Talk bit. about sleeping on Baker Mays. Shoot a jumper. I forget what else. We throw a like football. Tennis. I think we had him play yeah. tennis. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we're going to get into the Twitter beef between Jay Gruden and RG3. It has continued. That's next here on The Junkies. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.